But there was more to the Old West than just sex, folks. A lot more. If you look off to your left, you'll see a real Old West hitching post, possibly used by bandits, possibly during some exciting adventure. And these planks below us were possibly used as a sidewalk by people who may or may not have been bandits. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. That's a keeper. <laughs> that like sums up those like touristy experiences like so perfectly. Right. We'll talk a lot about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome everybody. Yeah, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons 1 through 10. My name is Greg. My name is Alan. And we're here to talk about uh, the friendliest Old West town in the Old West. Yeah, Ghost Town. Ghost Town. <laughs> they didn't come up with a name. No, they just called it Ghost Town. <laughs> no, it was Bloodbath Gulch. Oh, you're right. They That's called right. it Bloodbath Gulch. But the Gulch. pamphlet just said yes. Ghost Town. It didn't say like... Bloodbath Gulch, a ghost town. <laughs> While we're correcting ourselves, mm. Coleco is a computer. Oh boy, we got Holy several messages shit. about that. Everybody Holy relax. Shit. Yeah. I didn't realize how many <laughs> stockholders of Coleco there were listening. Uh <laughs> Uh, that's uh, in, our, in today's segment. How have you been? Uh, I'll say apologetic <laughs> to Coleco, the uh, Connecticut Leather Company, <laughs> which <laughs> made a shift into personal gaming units. Wow! Along the lines of the Atari, mm. and then personal computing units and then they went bankrupt in the 80s i believe that sounds right yeah i'm so, not gonna research right, it anymore because <laughs> they made the coleco vision right you did yeah you nailed it why weren't you on our last episode <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's literally the extent of my knowledge so well it was welcome. more than we had uh yeah I, if i remember correctly it was me going were coleco's a real computer and greg going absolutely so. not because <laughs> you know what I didn't think they were. I no, honestly it's, it's thought fair, it yeah. reminded me of Commodore. And so yeah. I was like, oh, I thought it's a parody. It's got to be a parody. And that's it what does happens. kind of sound made up. Yeah, it does. That's what happens when you don't do your research, folks. But, uh, but I'm glad that I did because I found out that it is actually short for the Connecticut Le- Leather Company. Co-le-co. Oh. Yeah. I it's get it. hilarious. I like those names. Yeah. When they, they're not like acronyms, but they're... Like they're they're parts of the like Haribo. Do you know that one? Haribo is that I don't know how to pronounce or Hoboken. The candies, <laughs> yeah, the candies, because uh, they're um, they're from uh, Bonn in Germany. Sure, that's where the bow comes from. And then uh, it's like Hans Regel or something are the uh, either the two creators or one. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's H A R I B O Haribo. That's how they that's a that. Portman triple right there. There you go, Tribeca. Hmm. Uh, uh, Sualis. Soho. <laughs> I just made one up. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what Sualis is. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It does, you know? Yeah. I'm also very hungry, so. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, I should have offered you some bread. You should have. <laughs> I have so much bread. You didn't do uh, guest rights. That's right. Here's so how I've been. I got some you can sourdough bread in the mail. Weird. Yeah. Remember that uh, quaint, quirky, and queer show that I said I was yes. working on? Um, well, the person who I edited their piece for uh, paid me in food. Mm. Yeah. It was a barter system. I'm, I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And they sent nice. me uh, cookies and bread. That's very nice. I loved it. 
<laughs> it was great. The cookies. What kind of cookies? They were um they they were like an uh an oatmeal chocolate chip, but like they were also made with like a pancake mix. Interesting. Yeah, not something I would have thought of yeah. on its face, but they turned out great. That's cool. They were a big hit. Um, and then, cookies. of course, a giant loaf of sourdough bread. So that was fun. You know, they call them pancakes. They're not really cakes. Well, yes and no. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> 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 we have a guest joining us uh, for the third time? Something like that. <laughs> I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, a triple a triple timer. What, what do we call it? Three was timers. Club. Was it just a three timers club? <laughs> All right. I thought we were cleverer than that. <laughs> triple feature creatures. There you go. That's what it is. It's Ryan Shishkowski. Like that? I got that off the top hey. of my head. You're welcome. I I thank you. Okay. Hey Ryan. Uh, looks hey. like you've been living in your basement. Yeah, I, basically. I don't mean to judge you, but there's a lot of dishes. Oh on yeah, the keyboard. No, shit. I did not. I did not think about that at all. Holy shit! That's so funny. I didn't even wow. notice until Greg pointed it out. So, uh, and now you're put on Whoops. blast to all of our listeners. Big time. Oh man, it's okay. When I was like, when I was hobbling around with just one foot, I had to be like, I had to, I had to pick like one or two things to take down the stairs with me that I could yeah. hold at the same time as using my crutches to go down the stairs. And that thing would just stay in my office for days. For anyone, for, for all your listeners at home, it's just, there's a microwave in my basement now. It's just like sitting here very neatly. And that's what they're commenting on. It's definitely not a giant pile of dishes <laughs> right beside me. I mean, listen, I live alone. And there's days where I have uh, trash in my hand, and I'm like, I should throw this in the garbage can. Sure. And instead of doing that, I put it on the counter in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the epitome of the most laziest thing I ever do, because the garbage can is right next to it. Yeah. All I have to do is bend over a bit, hit the little button latch to open the garbage can, and put it in there. But I'm like, well... I'll do that later. <laughs> the easier a thing to do is, the harder it becomes. Mm. Mm-hmm. You ever think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe Aristotle said that. <laughs> yeah, to his um, student, Plato. Yep. <laughs> like and Play-Doh? Fisher Price. Yeah, and Fisher Price was born. Uh, <laughs> we're having a good time. Uh, Reich, how have you been? Good. Good man. Even better now that I'm here, though. Uh, I, I, we've, we've talked about this, uh, in private. I hope this isn't, we can edit this out if need be, but, uh, did you get your second vaccination? I sure did. Last Hell week yeah. Thursday. Yeah. So you're in the, so, you're in the, the fucking, uh, safety I'm zone. The, I'm in the two timers vaccine club. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea, even though I don't want this because I won't get vaccinated for like another year probably. Uh, but, but I like the idea of there being like. Uh, like a speakeasy in Calgary that's like only for people who have been fully vaccinated. <laughs> like as 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 exclusive as exclusive as that is, fucking open it up. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I would be. Awful. I would encourage you to. I'd be like, yes, please. Anyone I know who's been fully vaccinated, please go to uh, the No Plague Zone. Um, that's the name of the speakeasy. I don't know. I mean, it'd be a fun experience. We could workshop it'd be that. A fun public health. <laughs> 
it'd be a fun public health experiment if nothing else yeah be behind to a see who shows up because <laughs> there's really no like it's funny because like at the beginning of this whole shit show they were talking about like oh you need like a verification card to say that you've had your yeah. whatever but like it's really there's nothing like that like you you get a form signed with the date and there's like no signature from like the like person who gives it to you there's mm. nothing it's just your name and details and like you could like print that form off and make it up yourself i was gonna say so i can do that and then just carry it around with me with no mask and just hold it up to people who are like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, look, I'm fully vaccinated. And they're like, that's not no, how no, it you works, have to, sir. <laughs> you have to tape it to your chest like a bib. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so it's visible at all times. And then then you're allowed. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. If you, if you have to do that, like the dig, like the loss of dignity of forging that form is the least <laughs> of your be the, Yeah. Um, I'm very happy for you. Um, Thank you. You, of course, work in the uh, the healthcare profession, uh, and that is why. For those listeners who are perhaps curious, yeah, why I'm this, not, why I'm this not young I'm buck, not that special. Yeah, this young buck gets vaccinated, and we don't. Um, that is the reason, but uh, that is good because you have been, you know, putting yourself in harm's way for a year now, arguably. So, and I made it this far, and so. you made it. Yeah. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have that. So. Greg, how about you? How's your vaccination going? Well, you know what? It's great. I'm uh, currently and still mm. not vaccinated. Um, nobody in this province is, <laughs> really. <laughs> when you get down to it. Um, We're at like 20,000 people, I want to say. Outside, 20,000 20, outs- doses, so I not even like, 20,000 people. I think like outside vaccine. of old folks' homes, it's... It, it's very it's something like that but like well, inside same, yeah. inside care homes they've vaccinated but that just might be twenty thousand. no people. i think that's what it is yeah, yeah. no because yeah, they they, they are still 20, in people. yeah they're still in like step one or whatever which is uh most as at risk uh and frontline workers guys canada dropped the ball yeah we we suck uh vaccine wise the password um, is pfizer <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you know, my grandma's getting the vaccine. Oh, that's That's, good. um, Oh, nice. She has to go all the way back to Ontario to get it, but Mm. she's gonna do it. Yeah. Well, that's where she lives. Oh, (laughs) wait a minute. Her house is there, but she's been living with my parents for the past several months and in BC. So I'm like, well, maybe you could, you know, just get Get it it there there. and not have to go all the way back home. But she, know, she misses her house for some reason. I don't know. She's 80. She must want to go back i guess sure I because mean, i mean i guess victoria's too nice <laughs> and she i mean wants... if you're 80 you gotta have a lot of cool stuff in your house i'd miss that too yeah you yeah, know it's you'd... just the it's the idea of having a, a home it's yeah. you know you, a yeah, place of your own yeah like i could i could have spent the past year in uh hawaii and probably had a great time. Could but eventually, you have? Well, like not. I'm saying theoretically. Oh, okay, Greg. hypothetically, got it. <laughs> and I would still miss my shitty little basement suite in frozen Calgary. Okay, this is know? a wild hypothetical. Okay. Uh, what would it have taken for you to be able to do that? Hmm. Well, I think really all it would have taken is uh, knowledge of of uh, coming events. GameStop. <laughs> that exactly. Yep. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that only happened early this year, so uh, it wouldn't have happened last year. But... You could have just bought the whole island if you'd done that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Game stunk. Uh, I, yeah, if I had known that this was coming in some way and flew to Hawaii, you know, the day before right. everything shut down, right. and then I would just be like, well, 
I can't go home now. I'm mm. here forever. Yeah, yeah. You have to get a job. You have to get a job like in Hawaii. You know, uh, I could be a surf instructor. Sure. Yeah, you That's could be a surf get, instructor. Right? Sure. Yeah. I could be a pineapple picker. I don't know. What do they do there? <laughs> no, it's pineapples. I've never been. No, it's pineapples, man. <laughs> I could just go. I could go find the old Jurassic Park filming location and. I could see you working like on a, a golf course. Yeah, do like a, a hey, like oh, yeah. a t- the tours of like Jurassic Park sure. stuff. You know, yeah. Tourists come like, where did, was Jurassic Park filmed? Like right here, and they're like, where's the dinosaurs? You don't understand what's happening. Do you? you know what? More than those things, I could see you coming up with some sort of confidence scheme. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's always my goal. <laughs> and conning rich Americans out of their money. Mm, that's the Jurassic Park thing, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they shot the Dodson seed. <laughs> oh, don't bring Dodson back into this. <laughs> that sad revelation that's live sad, on air. Very sad. Oh, upsetting. Upsetting. Oh, my life was changed that day and yeah. everyone listened to it. Yeah. Um that's the anyway. that was the sound of a heart falling. That was oh, what what a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Don't meet your heroes. Uh so <laughs> we are here to talk about an episode of The Simpsons. Yes, allegedly. Uh <laughs> Uh, I would say kind of three episodes in a way. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. This is uh, Homer Simpson in Kidney Trouble, and it's the eighth episode of season 10, written by John Schwartzwelder and directed by Mike B. Anderson. Original air date, December 6th, 1998. Yeah, this is a weird episode. This is a strange, strange guy. Yeah. Um... I don't remember if I ever saw this one before. Really? <laughs> I definitely have, but like none of it rang a bell. Like everything like that happened. Same, like the the strangeness. I think you said that exa- about the last episode we watched together Sim- as well. Simpson Tide, yeah. Sim- yeah. And there's some similarities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. There's a lot goes of, on a boat. There's a lot of nautical stuff <laughs> yeah. in this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I literally the entire episode I was like, uh, something will like come up that I'll be like, oh, right, that, that thing. Because like, in every episode so far, uh, I've always at least had, oh, right, this is the episode with blank, you know? This one, completely nothing. Absolutely nothing. I was like, what is happening? Uh, the whole first act is the Wild West Gulch thing. And yeah, I think I've seen this confusing. episode about 10 or 15 times. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this That's is insane. The, before, like, before Disney was available on, on Disney... Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be over here. Yeah, before Disney was available on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, before, we, were, we were really thankful when that finally happened. Yeah, no kidding. Disney Plus was a weird streaming service when it had nothing. Yep. And you just paid $9 a month to our For the pleasure. Awards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one day they're like, you know what? We're going to put Disney stuff on here. And so when that happened, <laughs> they also put The Simpsons on there. And before that happened... Happened. Uh, I just had like a bunch of seasons of The Simpsons yeah. at um, for if I got from various means, and when <laughs> I would shady, <laughs> it's very shady. And when I got um, when I went through the seasons, I would um, I would watch this episode when I got to season ten because I thought it was one of the few good ones. Interesting. That was my take on it. Mm-hmm. the first time around that's mm-hmm. not my take on it this say, how time do you feel now? <laughs> not the same not the same uh because i i would always i would never do it in this like analytical mind right. yeah, yeah and this time <laughs> this time around it's just it's kind of a nothing burger it's just so all over the place yeah it has know? it has no patience for itself mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it has no idea exactly what it wants to be about so it decides to kind of be about nothing. Uh, I want to 
just give you a quick little quote from George Meyer, who actually pitched the idea. It's a good uh, idea. The episode is itself. the thing. It's a good idea. Yeah. So he he pitched the episode uh, idea, and Schwartzwelder wrote it. Um, and the specifically the ship of lost souls segment was pitched by Meyer. Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Matt Groening was uh, hesitant about it. Um, and Meyer said, "Quote: You don't see it coming. At least." I don't know if it was totally successful. <laughs> it wasn't. That's his quote. <laughs> uh, Mike Scully, however, said it was very inspired. <laughs> so, the ship of lost uh-huh, right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that gives you an idea of where the writers' heads were at around this time. Um, we'll talk about the ship of lost souls, but let's talk about the a plot, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Which is Grandpa needs a kidney. Yes, <laughs> the convoluted scene that leads to Grandpa not being able to pee. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. That's the whole first act. The whole crazy. first act is definitely a badger plot. It's like I said, the Wild West thing, and it just the only point of it is to be like Grandpa needs to pee, and Homer won't let him because he's a dick. This is a and then his kidneys explode. It's a sharp left turn <laughs> through a red light. <laughs> it's. It's absolutely the the first six minutes of this episode are unnecessary. Uh, oh yeah, totally. Because like to get Grandpa on the trip with them is the weirdest little like oh my God, hackneyed yeah. script writing. They break like... down outside of the Springfield retirement, and it's castle. his birthday. <laughs> it's Grandpa's birthday. I loved the joke of that. Of like, I, oh, oh shit, we accidentally broke down in front of the nursing home, and now Grandpa <laughs> thinks we care about him. That's so funny. But it's like, so sad. the way that they use that is so freaking weird. Man. Here's the thing: I don't think it's sad. I understand why. I understand why you think it's sad because mm-hmm. it's presented that way. It's mm-hmm. okay. and it's and it's a it's a sad. Because the son is terrified to see his yes, grandfather it's a, it's or his sad, father. But the thing whose birthday it is about right? it is every single episode of the simpsons up to this point just illustrates how much of a bastard abe is whenever he's in the show he's not a good dad and they're better for having rid of him i think he even they even make a joke about that in this episode with the bedtime stories i thought i liked that moment i thought he was a better dad in that moment than most times he was it's because it didn't end with him saying you're the worst and you'll never (laughs) amount to nothing. nothing Get out of the way. I'm watching TV. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I thought that Abe's was a, a weird dad. He is. Who Overall, deserves to be in a nursing home all right. and left to rot. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> He's a bad person. Well, I think, I think that... we can pass judgment on cartoon characters. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm absolutely allowed to pass judgment on cartoon characters, especially because it's been illustrated like that many, many times beforehand. I think he has moments of sweetness. He does. Just, just like Homer. He and does. Just a lot fewer. It, sure. <laughs> because he's not the main character of the show. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but I think just that, I don't know, that visual of him being like, oh, they remembered my birthday. And then Homer being terrified. I think it's very funny. I I mean, it's not not funny, but it's also sad. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it made me very sad for Grandpa. What about when Jasper was knocking on Lisa's window? That's <laughs> Ah, and ah, he, he goes he ah. scared and runs off. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, Grandpa. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before. I think he is obviously more of a cartoon character in the show than a full, fully fleshed out character. So, like, yeah. I get that. You know, 
you folks who maybe have stone cold hearts uh, don't feel for him in this moment, but I still do. Uh, you know, even monsters can have feelings. It's kind of like a pinata. They just like beat him. Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I, I they beat him until laughs come out. See, I feel like, th- and I feel like that's a a common trope that starts to happen in cartoons, especially. Uh, Family Guy does it with Meg. Oh um, yeah, you know, like, okay. and and I don't like that humor as much. No, that yeah, that that sucks. And that, like, it works better with Grandpa because, as I said, he's not a main character. He only shows up every so often, and he's it's a, not uh, he's quite as malicious. More of a character, yeah, more of a character than Meg. Yes, <laughs> because like, I don't know. I've seen my fair share of Family Guy episodes, unless mm-hmm. I'm grossly mistaken. Possibility. Mm-hmm that's all she is that's the only thing i remember of meg is everyone dunking on her and it did not start that way Um, did it not no that's actually something i remember back when the dvds came out of the original run right and i watched like commentaries and stuff like like i did at the time i did it for all the simpsons of course and i remember seth MacFarlane saying um they didn't know what to do with meg for a long time it shows yeah and and so at one point the, I can't remember what episode it is or what, like, I can't, uh, this is an encyclopedic compendium of Family Guy, but there will never be, <laughs> it will never be, but there, there was a point where in one of the commentaries, uh, he's like, basically they do something mean to Meg and Seth is like, and here's where we realize that's what Meg should be is just the punching bag for all the other characters. And, uh, and it's, and like, he's very proud about it. And for me, I was like, Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> I don't like it. You hit comedy I mean, Meg goal. literally rhymes with Neg. Oh, so that's what they do to her constantly. Got her. hey it's as if they had already written it that way and didn't realize it um wow but yeah i feel like there's other there's some other i can't think of the top of my head uh oh i mean kind of in futurama zoidberg's kind of that that same kind of um and again like uh, works better for me because he's a weird space uh lobster but yeah yeah (laughs) and everyone loves zoidberg he, Zoidberg's great. Zoidberg is awesome. Doctor John Zoidberg is one of my favorite characters in that show. Oh yeah, Wait, and, I, and he's like he's simultaneously the comic relief and the punching bag. Well, the I thing about helps. Futurama is every character's comic relief. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. They don't really. They give each character different uh, ways to be uh, the com- quote unquote comic relief. That's the secret, um, I think. That's the is. secret weapon is that everyone's mm, funny. Everyone's a, everyone's a weirdo in different ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like but, Leela doesn't start that way. You think Leela's going to be the straight character? Yeah, yeah. She definitely yeah. starts that way, um, and then eventually they give her weird weird shit too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zoidberg is great. Um, I think because he doesn't really notice or understand that people hate him <laughs> yes is what kind of makes it more palatable for me he's just kind of oblivious and like whoa, 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 whoa. And i'm like he yeah like owns like, what a weirdo he, he pretty much owns how pathetic he is too. yeah yeah which is, is very fun so that what we're saying is i guess there's ways to do it right yeah and and the grandpa thing to bring it back to the simpsons is sometimes works really well for me and other times doesn't because i feel it's too mean okay uh, and i still as you know as you said Yes, he has been shown to be a bad father, blah, 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 but I still have empathy for an old man who, at least in his current position in life, just wants his family to visit him. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? And I get Maybe what you Maybe he shouldn't have like, been nicer. Yeah, no, I get them. that. I do get that point. <laughs> I'm just saying I still, I, I like it better when it's like, like the part where um, they're driving home and he's talking and then they just all get out of the car and go inside. Like it's it's not malicious. It's just like all right, I need to get away from this guy. <laughs> like yeah. you know, they're just kind of annoyed by him. Not like literally terrified that we might have to spend time with him. It's like the president's a demigrad. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what smells like mustard? 
certainly a lot of fat ki- fat children in your neighborhood. This is like this is a thing that happens all the time mm-hmm. to families. <laughs> I think that's a very accurate representation of life. Yeah, and uh, the elderly. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Don't have to say everything that's on your mind. <laughs> The greatest generation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, They're boomers who's, who's, now. Who's the winner now? Boomers? Boomers. Yeah. Boomers are now the greatest generation. The boomers are now the greatest generation, yeah. They have a poll every year. Well, the thing is, like, the thing is, like, the quote-unquote greatest generation mm-hmm. is the ones who fought the Nazis. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> All right, we'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, but they're mostly dead now. Are they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When... Um, when I was working at the museums, we had um, a few people uh, pass on, uh, I think my last year that I worked there, we had um, two of the veterans pass and they were 95 and 96 respectively. Yeah. And, wow. Yeah. And um, one of them, uh, this guy named Ian, well, I'll never forget this guy, um, was 16 or 17 when he joined up for, and he did the Dieppe raid. Wow. Which is a disastrous precursor to D-Day, wherein fifty percent of the Canadians sent over there were killed, and the other fifty were captured. And he was in he was in a German prisoner of war camp until the end of the war. The Dieppe wow. raid. The Dieppe raid. Yeah, oh. it was an intelligence gathering. Is that also raid. where the crimes of Grindelwald happened? In Dieppe. Yeah. Uh, I think they premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck! I just got it. <laughs> Sorry, I said it was kind of a reach. A, it was a reach, but I could have got there if I wasn't so eager to. You know like, what? You're just like I want to talk about history. I, I want to. Like, I want to make dumb jokes about Johnny. Depp. I was like, I want to. I want to try to <laughs> contribute, but I, I don't have enough time to figure out what the joke was. Uh, Alan, you're lucky that Grindelwald sounds German enough to pass. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> I mean, um, in that movie, they um, alternately call him Grindelwald and Grindelwald. Mm, so mm-hmm. no one really can. Uh, like Transylvanian or something? <laughs> yeah, no one can actually like make up their goddamn mind in that movie. So the greatest generation doesn't necessarily denote um, like North American people, right? Yeah, it does. Oh, it's only North America? <laughs> no, it's like the... It's just a time, time frame of people. So all I'm saying is people who were Nazis... Yeah. Arguably were part of the greatest generation. Arguably, yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with you with that. No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> well, a, don't take that quote out of context, everybody. Ife, you know Ife? what to do. Ife, not. <laughs> Ife stop. Uh so yeah, that that that's that's what that is. Would you like to talk about more history in regards to uh, pioneer villages? Uh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to say absolutely not, but then you swerved <laughs> nicely. Um, yeah, Wild West towns. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you worked at Heritage uh, Park. Which I've is... worked at a few of these places. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah Greg, I feel like you're really um, experienced. Yeah, I've worked uh, at... Stetton? Was that... Huh? Stetton, was that one? Fort Steele. Fort Steele, sorry. Yeah. Fort Steele, Heritage Park, and Fort Whoopup. Ah, yes. I've worked at three of these places, <laughs> and not a goddamn one of them has robots. No, of course not. <laughs> That's insane. You know how expensive those are? They're insanely expensive. As we can see in this, they're insanely expensive, and they're very expensive in and upkeep. they break easily, They yeah. break very easily. You know who doesn't break 
as easily is actors. Yeah. And you know, as easily, <laughs> as easily, you know, where you will find animatronics Disney world. That's it. <laughs> where they have a lot of money, lots of money. And they can upkeep them. It's just, yeah, that was such a weird thing. I know it's like, it's kind of a Westworld parody. <clears throat> and like, that's really, I think the only reason they, they had that little bit there, but uh, it's so strange. Also, Pretty sure, like that whole first act just felt like um, little uh, snippets of jokes. You know what I mean? Like, um, mm-hmm. like there was no through line of the plot. It was just like, and they've done this with great success in previous episodes with like Fairy Tale Village or whatever. Um, you know, where it's just like, oh, for the first like two minutes, the <laughs> Simpsons are at a place. We do a bunch of jokes, and then they're going home, the and we get into mill? the plot. Yeah, like <laughs> right. the plot starts in Act One. It's not. The entire act is yeah. that, yeah, and that's is what that this just because they didn't have a long enough like arc to make the whole episode. I think hundred percent. I think they that? didn't know how to stretch out. Grandpa needs a kidney. Homer should give him one, but won't for twenty that's minutes. Pretty brilliant, honestly, to like drag it out like that. Like, why not? <laughs> you know, you know. I bet they thought it was brilliant, Ryan. I bet they did. It's probably been done better than this several but seasons ago because they did they started doing this a while ago. Yeah. And they've actually just started leaning on it. And they'll lean on it so much that they'll make a meta joke about it. Yep. See, that's the problem right there. Yeah. And it just gets worse and worse and worse and these these what we call badger plots uh, start in my mind becoming unfortunately the best parts of the episode because it has mm. the most jokes that's true yeah they usually like right. i said just kind of cram in as many jokes as they can yeah and yeah i will say uh, for this episode even though i didn't like it was so like disjointed that mm-hmm. first act was probably the best part of the episode i think it's the most enjoyable damn good part. jokes in there. yeah yeah um so it's the idea <laughs> the i got this metal ass and nom joke was so funny <laughs> Uh, they've done that joke already, though. The with, metal ass and rum. Oh, is that a callback? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not a callback, but it's just like the same kind of joke. There's a flashback thing. I think it's Lisa Sachs um, where Bart is making fun of Skinner. He says, Skinner... Uh, oh, fuck. What is it? Um, Skinner is a nut. Yeah, he has a rubber he butt. He has a rubber butt. He's like, young man, I, I assure you, the only thing in my posterior is flesh, bone, and that metal plate I got in Nam. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a classic thing. Uh, I mean, let's talk history. Was metal things in butts so the big thing in Nam, Greg? <laughs> well, yeah. If you were <laughs> if you were gonna get metal mm-hmm. in you, and I'd it, like to, it's a good idea to get it in, in your butt. In your butt, because there's a lot of cushion flesh. and flesh there, uh, especially if you're thick. <laughs> yeah, with two C's. See, it's mostly like shrapnel. Yeah. From oh, so it was like a strategic move to like turn your ass towards that stuff <laughs> or like absorb the blast. Not to be insensitive, is that what you're saying? Well, you're close. <laughs> the idea would be is to that. is to drop to the ground with your butt in the air. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're not like your backs to it because like there's a lot of vital organs just in your torso. But if mm-hmm. you put your sure, butt up sure. into the air, shoot your butt up, then it's just going to go into your butt, and there's no vital organs there, just padding. I wonder if it's also because a lot of people were mooning the uh, opposition because <laughs> they thought it'd be funny, and then they get shrapnel in their butt, and they're like, ah, I shouldn't have mooned them. Sure, it's uh, the old Braveheart tactic. That's right. 
I mean, either way, no matter what side you pick to start from, you're you're good. You're doing both. <laughs> you're protecting yourself and defending the pride of your nation. That's right. So. Um, yeah, Wild West, uh, like s- saloons. Um, I don't know how to describe it. Like this kind of historical recreation stuff. The thing about them is the idea of. Like saying, saying, oh, over here we have a real live hitching post, yeah. and on here is a sidewalk that may or may not have been walked on by bandits. That's an absolute thing that you would do. <laughs> yeah. That's a, th- like, it's a little bit exaggerated, but of not course. much. But it's also like the reaction of the tourists being like, ooh, is also, I feel very true. Here's like, a wow. shot. We're going to take a shot of a step. <laughs> Marge takes a picture yeah. of just the fucking wooden floor. Yeah. That was hilarious. You're going to take a shot of a street. <coughs> of a gravel street. <laughs> Take a lot of shots of a horse's ass. Look, kids, a cowboy walked here once. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, a ah. cowboy may or may not have walked here once. <laughs> so you worked at Fort Whoop Up, yeah. which was in Lethbridge, Alberta. That's correct. Uh, my hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they ever, because I recorded some voiceover for them once. Yeah. Did that ever get implemented? Sure did. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that was my for voice, me. Is my voice still playing there? I don't know. It has. A, it's been. A, it's been a while mm. since I since I've been there, and like the and it's changed hands right since then. Uh, so I don't know if that documentary is still in the lobby or not, um, or at the at the start of a tour or one of those uh, random things. Um, well, I was. I, I don't know if this is the exact because I basically I did this and d- didn't know what came of it, but okay. my recollection was I I recorded like lines as a bartender i want to say yeah and it was supposed to be like audio playing in the saloon when patrons walk in so it wasn't like a documentary per se it was like trying to create the world using audio does that make sense? yeah that definitely Uh, went in okay um but i also had i think i had you do do a documentary voiceover that's possible for what i was doing (laughs) for when i was working there uh because that was why they hired me was to create their their documentary um and i know it went up for at least two seasons Hmm. cool there so well, um, if anyone listening is from Lethbridge, head on down to Fort Whoop Up. Yeah, uh, see if right now. <laughs> yeah, see if see if the the old the old documentary is still playing uh, at the start of the tour. Yeah, um, and then go to the saloon and see if I offer you a drink or something. Yeah, I there's don't a don't remember what there's I said. a big chance that the floods. Oh right, knocked all that shit out. Damn it, because <laughs> it was flooded out like three years in a row. Well, if anyone knows, report back. Dave Gabbert, you might know. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, every time, uh, every time we bring it up, he's like, "I try my best to put that in Aww. some dark corner of my brain." <laughs> oh no, because he worked there for so long yeah. and just so hated long. it so much. Uh, like but the you- entire time I was there for school, he was he just was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, and probably yeah. way longer than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what? He uh, it was it was a place where we could uh, go after hours and use as an improv site. Oh. So we could say as a saloon, we could actually do that. Um, I mean, it's like, could, yeah, we went there after after dark, and we got wrecked. No, nah, we were just improv nerds. <laughs> Is that where Dave's brothel was set up to reference the, <laughs> the right. ghost town? Yeah, um, the whorehouse, the cat house, the brothel. <laughs> yeah, they really leaned into that joke. Um, and the mission, lots of prostitutes there. Like that joke almost broke under the weight of them leaning on it. Yeah, I think. I, th- I I agree wholeheartedly because I think it's not a bad like joke as a jumping off point. But then they just they did a bit too much, and then even the signs, you know. Yeah, like, it was just like all right, like <laughs> I get it. 
that's where you need a that's where you need a something's feed and sneed or something wow i'll just <laughs> the, the cogs in your brain i could see protruding uh, oh God. as you're trying to figure that out um yeah chuck's feed and seed i was like uh, when i was watching like, feed they were scrolling seed, formerly chucks sneed's feed and seed God, i was saying sneed's feed and sneed <laughs> what am i doing what is this oh boy He'll be over there. <laughs> That's right. Greg's having a day. <laughs> when they were scrolling, like they did like a like a shot panning over the kind of like the the town. And yep. there was just like going through all the shops, it was like, you know, John's brothel, Chuck's brothel, whatever. Yeah. I was I was expecting one of them to like twist it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, same didn't. same. Yeah. I, I was like, okay, these are very uninspired sign gags. So there's gotta be some payoff. And there wasn't. It was literally just like a name's brothel like several times it's like that's as far as you got at least have him like i don't know chuck's feed and sneed <laughs> exactly <laughs> sneed's feed and seed sneed. formerly chuck's fucking suck <laughs> there we did that's it that's the one that's the one dirtiest sign gag they've ever done yeah. uh yeah it's also brilliant it's good yeah um it's been sent to me many times <laughs> by uh past and future guests that i won't mention yeah he knows uh, who he is if you want to send alan that oh no you can send it to him <laughs> no, please via don't. his uh phone number hey wait no 403 852 oh, yeah you're you're wrong am i wrong yeah one one oh, okay. one all right <laughs> i got the first phone number it's just all ones. <laughs> not, 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 two. two. Damn Roosevelt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to talk any more about uh, old timey well, stuff? The Wild West? Yeah. Well, it was just bizarre that they had, I know we mentioned already, but they had the robots, but they also had live actors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was like, choose a lane, I yeah. guess is where I was at. Because um, I also didn't think much of the robot jokes were funny. They weren't, yeah, and so, but I think no. if they kept if they had actors in there and they could have had some funnier jokes, I think what I did like was when they actually did use actors, and the guide was like, "Oh, look out, some varmints are gunning for a shootout, and the shootout itself I thought was very fun. <laughs> I thought it was really dumb, and when, really when the funny. guy was point blank shooting at all the guests, yeah, that was really yeah, funny. you yeah. would Oof. never do that, but Oof. yeah, at the same <laughs> time was, I, my my heart was like, oh no, yeah, at the Bad same idea. time. At the same time, there's these moments in that shootout where there, where you can hear the the voice actors going bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's and, funny. And you could hear them saying, "Oh, you missed me." It's like, "Oh, you're dead." <laughs> like they're they're. That's funny. They should have leaned into that. Yeah, yeah. That would have been. Yeah, that's good. That's the I, thing. I honestly if, didn't even notice that. Yeah, me neither. If you were to lean into it more, you would have more fun with the idea of actors being yeah. there. Then you could do like the itchy and scratchy land thing, where it's like, it must be great to ring in the new year over and over and over. Please kill me. Well, we have the drunk guy. Yeah, who, that's, who dies. I think that's hilarious. Curly, Curly's yeah. so Curly, funny, right? He's dead. Yeah, um, he knows what he's everyone doing. Everyone watched him die. Yeah, it's it very dark. A picture. <laughs> it's a very dark joke. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. You may, we got to be edgy, man. It's the new millennium. It's coming up. Not 
yet. It's coming. We got to be edgy for the new millennium. It is. It is not the new millennium nor the new willennium yet. So, there it is. Uh, just you know, ease ease back. Okay. On the throttle. I'll ease off the throttle. Thank you. But what's the month again? Hmm. What month is this again? November or December? Uh, December ninety eight. So this is happening. <laughs> what do you mean? It's ninety eight. Yeah. Oh shit! That's what that's what I'm saying. It's I thought not we quite, go. No, I thought it went that's into the 2000s. The whole that's the whole point the whole of our point show is we were like, as soon as it hits the 2000s, is when things go wrong because the nation doesn't know what to do with itself, and then September 11th happens, and they still don't know what to and do they with themselves. Really know, but they like, you know, they yeah. Anyway, there's a whole it, the culture's weird, but things get really yeah. edgy in 2000 and 2001, and by edgy I mean just mean, bad and mean, and yeah. Uh, so look at like Simpsons look at the mean. comedies that came out in the year. 2000 and you'll see so many mean-spirited comedies and that's because that's where things were yeah. uh, like the gross out comedy started to become more apparent i mean american pie brought that in in 99 um but then you got like oh dude where oh dude <laughs> oh dude where's my car <laughs> oh dude where's my car <laughs> oh, oh dude where art thou car <laughs> uh i gotta make that <laughs> some mashup of those two movies it's just in sepia tone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got that movie. You got uh, Road Trip, I think, is 2000. Yeah. Uh, you remember yeah. that one? Yeah, of you remember course. remember the plot of Road Trip? Of course. Reich, do you remember the plot of Road Trip starring Tom I, Green? I do not. Uh, Brecken Meyer, everyone's favorite weirdo comedy star for a while. Uh, his girlfriend is in a different city. But then Amy Smart is in his city, and he's like, I want to have sex with that girl. Yeah. So he does. Because it's a movie, they're just able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and they videotape it. Yeah. And then accidentally, the videotape gets sent via snail mail. Uh, videotape, by the way, is a VHS uh, tape. Uh, Ask your parents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it gets sent via snail mail, snail mail to his girlfriend. So he's got to round up his buddies and go on a road trip. To intercept. to intercept the tape before she sees it, because he cheated ah. on his girlfriend and she can't know about it. Meanwhile, Tom Green stays back at the dorm doing reshoots. Tom Green feeds a snake a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, stealing Harvard's at the same time. Isn't I think. It? That, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Oh boy, is that oh. also Tom Green? Hell yeah. Yeah, that was like the, the Tom Green boom. Really, let's yeah. call yeah. the two thousands. There they were, were like what? There were like four. There's there Freddie Tr- got fingered. Yeah, of course, that's his. <laughs> that's his proverbial blank check. Yeah. Road trip, road trip, uh, stealing Harvard, Charlie's Angels. Oh yeah, he's in that because yeah. he was dating Drew Barrymore at the yeah. time. Is that it though? There's got to be more. Well, now I have to look it up. Okay, <laughs> uh, we're gonna. Oh, while you're doing that, look yeah. up F. Marie Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we gotta talk oh, about yeah. what causes uh, Abe's bladder to explode. <laughs> His kidneys to explode is uh, inside the actor's studio with F. Marie Abraham, a guy with a very interesting career. Uh, yeah, so it was 2000 was Road Trip and Charlie's Angels. Okay. Uh, he was in Superstar in 99. Okay. I mean, I, I never actually saw that one, but I, I don't know if he had a huge role. Uh, and then Freddie Got Fingered, uh, and then Stealing Harvard 2002. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Then he, I mean, he, he's got other movies, but like nothing that anyone knew or cared about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, these are actually these are mostly him as himself in like TV shows and shit. Uh, but yeah, Tom Green, Canadian treasure. <laughs> uh, he was on a Celebrity Big Brother a few years ago, and I actually really liked him. Oh, good. Is he Canadian? He is Canadian. Oh. 
And uh, I think because on Big Brother, he was just like, I'm here to play a game and I'm not a weirdo. Like he he wasn't in his Tom Green persona. So I'm right, like, oh, he's actually right. just a, like kind of a nice guy. <laughs> right. So who is... Who's F. Murray Abraham? Oh, Reich. I would say I most well known as uh, in Amadeus, right? It's yes. got to be his most well known role uh, as Antonio Salieri. Salieri. Um, okay. He he plays Antonio Salieri, Mozart's nemesis and rival, uh, and he wins his Oscar for that movie in 1984. Well deserved. Uh, absolutely, I think he's he's a stunning actor. I love him. He's, he's great. such. He has such a great face. And voice. I love his voice. His voice is excellent. His face is excellent. He's a great actor, and he's in so many things. Ooh, he's in Mimic. He's in Mimic. He's in in Scarface. Ooh. Uh, He's He's in in Muppets from Space. (laughs) He's in Muppets from Space. He's in The Last Action Hero. He's in Star Trek Insurrection. Hell yeah. Uh, I have to say that it's just an interesting thing. He's um, He's one of several Oscar winning actors to have more than one role in star trek like he plays mm. different characters mm. in star trek um, like in different movies or in like the show as in well? like the show yeah. and in the movies gotcha. and they don't never the twain meet. right they're never like uh hey, you kind of look like this character like yeah know, that, that would happen today like, yeah that would be a bullshit postmodern thing that would happen they're like you kind of look like this character absolutely yeah. it's kind of like how in like law and order they would do that they would cast oh, the yeah. same actor because uh, apparently you only have a certain amount of actors yeah um, you know you know another show that did that a lot what that you might not realize seinfeld <laughs> i didn't realize yeah there's like tons of uh as uh the sign cast that i used to listen to uh that i mean is no more it's not like i stopped it's they don't do it anymore um but they they would call them double dippers as a fun homage to the, okay uh, to the show, but uh, yeah, they would just find actors and cast them in bit parts, and then later on, they'd be like, "Okay, we need an actor for this part. Um, we liked that person, just cast them again." And so it's really the the biggest one. If anyone's a big Seinfeld fan, the biggest one is, uh, and I can't remember the actress's name, but uh, she plays the girlfriend in an early like season two episodes. I wa- I want to say um, that breaks up with George and then starts dating Jerry, and she has kind of a southern drawl. She's like Jerry. You ever you ever notice how the bath is really? Wi-? I don't know. Like, <laughs> and it was this whole th- the whole thing with her is it was uh the gag in the episode was Jerry was like ah oh, it's like my my brain's in a chess match against my penis, um because he wants to have sex with the woman but doesn't like her, <laughs> you know nineties things sure um <laughs> and classic yeah and then so that same actress plays the waitress in the episode uh much later uh she has short hair so it's like you can't and she doesn't have her accent anymore so like i know i never knew this was the same actress for the longest time but uh she's the one that if again seinfeld fans will know this but uh george goes on a a walk date with her Mm. and then uh she almost steps in manure and he rattles off about how great the word manure is (laughs) and shortly after that she was she's like oh yeah my boyfriend has watched just like that and he's like oh and the whole point is, oh, Jerry's like, oh, you started talking about manure? And then it's around that time she mentioned the boyfriend. Right. <laughs> and he's like, what are you saying? He's like, I think she called an audible. <laughs> anyway, so that's a, that's a, one of the major ones that I noticed because they're uh, two major characters, arguably, played by the same actress. Hmm. Anyway, a little Seinfeld divergent there. Star Trek does that, too. Yes. And F. Murray Abraham is an interesting one because I think it's more than two. Oh wow! I think he's in it. I think he's in the show as two different characters, and then he's in a movie as the main villain. Cool. Uh, and it's all next gen. Does he play a Vulcan? 
He doesn't. Mm. He plays. Um, I don't even know he's got what a good Vulcan face. I I don't think he ever plays a Vulcan. Hmm. He plays a bunch of. He plays characters that are under heavy makeup. I know he plays mm. a Cardassian at one point, Wait. which is a heavy Hold makeup on. character. Hold on. What? <laughs> he plays. He plays a Cardassian and wears heavy makeup to Play, do so. He plays is a Cardassian. <laughs> Not a Cardassian. That's hilarious. It's very important. Are you sure that you know this? <laughs> it's very important that I get this through to you all. A Cardassian. Mm, sounds very similar, Greg. It does, but it's not. Do you think that's why they named them that? No. Spell one with a K and the Star Trek one with a C. Still. You know what? I think it was on purpose. <laughs> oh, that's my... Uh, lack of Star Trek knowledge that I had no idea there was a you know what called no you know what I didn't even think about it that's how much I'm in the Star Trek vein I didn't even think about it until now and you heard my heart sink in this oh, moment this is, just this is, it's not a Dodson it's, it's not a Dodson okay. it's nowhere near as Phew. heartbreaking as that Phew. I understand it like that uh, um this is just like me being like so over there, <laughs> right. and and then so when both Raj and I reacted to you saying that, you were I was like, "What's so, happening?" I was so confused. It was just like, "Yeah, Cardassian." Yeah, what what's wrong with that? What is wrong? I don't see what. Nothing is what. <laughs> I think right after that there was like a like a dip in my internet, so like it kind of went quiet. But I actually think that was just the sound of Greg's heart stopping for like a second. <laughs> That's right. Pause it and he's okay now. But yeah, yeah. It just gave up for a little. Stopping bit. to reboot. Uh, he was also in Thirteen Ghosts. Yes, he was. See that movie? I did. Yeah, when it came out, the movie rules. Yeah, it's real bad. It's fucking campy as shit. Yeah. Um, I saw that on like the same day as like the 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 House on Haunted Hill remake. Oh sure. Yeah, that was uh, that was ninety nine, yeah. I think. So no, I don't. When it came out on video. I should, oh, I see. Okay. I should say. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that was a. That was like basically the same as going to the theater for me when Blockbuster was a thing. Yeah, Blockbuster was cool. Yeah. Um, the other major, not major, for me, like big role uh, is Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, he is. He's, it's oh, arguably that. a small role in the movie, but it's a very uh, impactful role. It's a pivotal role, yeah. and you need someone with that amount of gravitas. Yeah. To is he like the bartender or like the guy he, who runs the bar? No, he's the uh, like producer guy that Lewin like travels really far to go play for, and then oh, after he plays, yes. he just simply says, yes. "I don't see any money in this." Yeah, yeah, like just like very like to the point, Kurt and Lewin Davis is just like crushed immediately, yeah. and it's uh, it's a great movie. The thing is about that scene is he's not mean. No, exactly. He's just like, yeah, no, this isn't gonna play. I'm not going to produce your shit because that's not where the money is right now. He, and the whole point is that the like folksy, uh, the folk artist genre hasn't really had a resurgence yet because, as the movie plainly points out, Bob Dylan isn't a thing yet. Yeah. And then Bob Dylan plays at the end of the movie. Uh, that's a very good movie. Such uh, a good movie. Might be one of my favorite Coen Brothers mm-hmm. movies. Uh, that's a co- great choice. Of course, behind Fargo. Fargo is one of my favorite movies of all time. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, it's pretty hard to get better than that, but yeah. I think for me, Lewin Davis does it just because it's uh it's it's a Greg movie. Yeah, it's a Greg I mean, come movie. On. <laughs> it is a Greg movie. It is it's a, movie. a movie. It is a movie that I would love to have written. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That uh, makes sense. Yeah. Oh right. uh, he's in Grand Budapest as well. Yeah. Um Mustafa? Yep. 
yeah. Mr. Mustafa. Yeah, that's a movie that's filled with good faces. But he's just one of those character actors that is just everywhere, really. And, and the, I haven't seen a lot of him, yeah. but every time I see him, I love him. And he's just one of those faces I'll always remember and love. So, yeah. And he just holds a scene so well. And you're kind of like, well, he has an Oscar, not for supporting actor, for lead. Mm-hmm. Leading actor. And he does not do lead roles. <laughs> Arguably. Arguably, Salieri is a supporting role. Well, I was going to say, like the movie that he won best lead for is a movie called Amadeus. Amadeus, the other character. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like wow. Tom, that's like if neither X or Sever won for the movie Ballistic X versus. Sever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mister Zero. Won. Sure. <laughs> is that a character? I guess. <laughs> Send me emails. <laughs> It sounds very plausible. <laughs> I took a guess. Yeah. I need to know now. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the first time I've Googled Ballistic X versus Sever this week. So This week? Yeah. I know it's not the first time you've done it, but this week, wow. I it's I've never seen it. But I love I love the title so much. So uh Allie and I are doing a lot of watching of the uh right, Sherlock Holmes show Elementary. Mm-hmm. Starring Lucy Liu, of course, as Joan Watson. Of course, it's quite good. Yeah, it's a good I show. Good it's a lot of fun to have on in the background. I forgot about how those shows could work, you know, procedurals, and uh, makes me wish that Lucy Liu was in more movies. And I realize I haven't seen many of her starring role movies, including Ballistic X, X versus, versus Sever. Um, you said Agent Zero. I said Mister Zero. Oh, okay, there's a Agent Zane. <laughs> So, like, you're pretty close. <laughs> um, but, uh, of course, we have Jeremiah X. You have Agent Sever. Uh, you have DIA director Robert Gant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Robert Gant wins the MTV Music Award. <laughs> I just love that the the, the film is directed by, uh, I, I, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, Wyke Keosayanada. Yeah, Nanda? sure, yeah. Uh, but under the pseudonym Chaos with a K. Right. Whoa. So it's like directed by Chaos. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. Again, there's just so Wait, many when, facts when about this When did that movie, movie come out? Uh, 2002, I want to say. Okay, just, uh, yeah, that, that's, that tracks. Having a name like that in yep. 2002, that tracks. Absolutely. It was, uh, you know, it was also around the time of McGee becoming prominent. Pitoff. Yep. All these one-name people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Making their movies. Uh, Michael Bay, <laughs> McBee, <laughs> right? That's what he was. He was going as at first, yeah. <laughs> and then McG came along. He's like, "God damn it!" Ah, all right, I'll do my full name. <laughs> all right, well, let's talk the Ship of Lost Souls. Okay. <laughs> this oh, yeah. is a joke I used to love. This is the reason why I like. Now, this when episode. you say joke, that's my <laughs> point. Yeah. What it's, am I talking no, about? No, no, I'm, I'm saying it's like an entire act. Yes, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like when we were watching it, I was like, oh, and it, and and like they finally throw him off the ship. I was, I turned to you and I'm like, that was such a long walk. <laughs> that was such a long walk yeah. to throw him off the ship. And it is, I guess, like to your point, it is basically just a really long setup to one joke. Yeah, which is all these people being like, ah, look at, we did all these crazy things, and that's why we're on this ship. And Homer's like, and they're like, what did you do? And he's like. Oh, I didn't give my dad a kidney. And they're like, you monster. And they throw him off. Like, that's really all it is, is that joke. But yeah, they like you said, it's it's a long walk. It's just like, it's, it's a full act. It's pretty much the entire third act. Yeah. Um, 
and it's so bizarre. And then Homer goes back and uh, runs away again. So fun thing that you said was that uh, the sea captain's last appearance, he was homeless. <laughs> yeah, literally last episode, he was yeah. begging for change. Yeah, and now he's running a ship. He's running a ship of lost souls. Of lost now. souls called uh, Honey Bunch. The honey Bunch. <laughs> so his fortunes have turned. So. The Honey Bunch thing, I just want to point out very quickly, is just, I think, another example of just the writers being really lazy. Do you know how they came up with that? How? One of the writer's wife's calls him that. Okay. So they're like, let's call it a Honey Bunch. <laughs> Can we order Amazing. Chinese food now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we came up with Honey Bunch. I think it's time we order Chinese food. Because like, that joke's a pretty good joke. Where it's like, ah, oh, the ship of the lost souls. Where he's like, oh, it says Honey Bunch here. He's like, I mean, paint that over. If it was something other than Honey Bunch that was, I don't know, funny, that could be a really good joke. But instead, it's just like kind of a, a womp. You know what? I think it almost gets funny with the way that Castellaneta delivers the line Honey sure. Bunch. Yep. Because he has such control over his voice and he has... And Homer can say things in such a funny way. He says it like, but the ship says honey budge. Right. right? Yeah. Like it would kind of matter of factly. When he does it like that, it's it's almost funny. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> it is. It, and again, if it was a better name, it would it, be funny. It would be funny yeah. be, because of his delivery, yeah. I imagine. So anyway. Yeah. Uh Ship of Lost Souls, very strange. Um You know, here's a way I don't know, like I understand they they're they have no idea what they're doing with this episode and they have to move it along or stall or whatever. Um, but a way to do this joke and have it not be almost your entire act is just to be like, well, why are you guys here? And they all say just one liners, yeah, just a little quick. And then, yeah. and then the French guy says, why are you here? And then he says his thing and then they toss him off. Yeah. Right. It's that like, could work. it's like 15 seconds, 20 seconds, yeah. maybe. But they, like, it's not only, like, the moment he gets on the ship that it starts, but it's, like, him going to the docks, him getting a Navy uniform or, like, a sailor uniform, whatever. It's all a walk to get to the joke, which yeah. is just them throwing him off the ship. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> it's Again, it's just they didn't know what to fill this plot with, no, they and didn't. so they added a bunch of weird-ass shit. You know what I did kind of like? Mm. Was the cut back to Grandpa and Krusty come again. Yeah, that was fine. Oh, I yeah. That, I thought that was fine. I thought that was, like, if we're looking for things to like about the third act, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, so, well, I'm curious if, if you have an idea of, like, because I feel like the the uh, general plot, the, the idea, at least, of Grandpa Needs a Kidney, Homer is Too Afraid to Give Him One, that could work as a full episode. I think so. What's the fix? Like, how do, like, because it, it doesn't work for me that they're in the hospital so quickly, um... Uh, you know, after the first act is when, what I'm saying. Um, in, in the hospital so quickly and Homer runs away so quickly and then has a bunch of adventures, comes back, runs away again, and then is his kidney is stolen. Like, A, that should be a, three, a three-year a three joke if you're going to do it. Yeah. Right? The third time should be <laughs> him trying to escape the window and it, yeah. like, locked now or something. Like, they, they wised up. Um, but a two, a two joke of him running out the window doesn't work for me. Um mm. But I think it does make sense that Homer would be scared to give his kidney away. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if it is just, you know, uh, right in the first act, Grandpa's like, oh, 
I need a kidney. Please give me one. And Homer's like, sure. And then learns that, you know, it's risky or whatever. And then he's like, runs away at the end of the first act. Great. Second act is Homer on a, some kind of like spirit quest. That's the wrong probably terminology to use in this case, but you know what I mean? Like kind of what they were trying to do with him at the docks and the ship of the lost souls. But instead of it being one long lead up to a simple joke, it's actually him realizing he cares for his dad, right? Something like that. Mm. Um, and then the third act can be him actually going under and being scared and they, they could have some heart there. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're, they're really like, this is such an episode that in season four or five would lean into the heart. Yeah. You know, and they just completely avoid that with in the interest of doing quote unquote jokes. And I'm glad you said they have to take it by force. That's right. Yeah. As a medical professional, (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) This whole episode, actually. Now, now, Ryan, I love all of it. Have you ever taken a kidney by force? This is a this is an intervention. Yeah. Do you work for a cartel? (laughs) How many many kidneys do you have in your in your uh, on your piano right now? (laughs) Uh, In those dishes. It's hard. (laughs) I don't have time to clean them up, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's so weird that they yeah they they have to take it by force, and he's mad about it, and Grandpa taunts him about you know yeah. it's like completely avoiding any kind of heart in the interest yeah. of being like yeah these two people uh, hate each other. Well, they how- make him do the right thing, which yeah. is yeah. like kind of disappointing. Well, how do you how how do you go back in time and look at this? You can uh, zoom out two previous seasons and then zoom back into Homer's triple bypass. Yep. Which is basically what it is. Yeah. Similar, and, similar idea. Yeah. yeah. And you can just, there's heart in that Literally. episode. And there's also, <laughs> there's also a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, that episode's very funny. It's great. Yeah. And all you have to do, <laughs> all you have to do to succeed is rip yourself off. <laughs> Just it's true. Yeah. Just riff look at, on look that. Look at your past episodes and be like, do that again, instead but with of like, a, different elements. Instead of a, a Homer Lisa dynamic, it's a Homer Grandpa dynamic. Yeah, totally. Have fun. Yeah. Have some jokes. Have Don't cr- forget crusty, the heart. Crusty can still come in. Like yeah. a lot of the stuff in the episode mm-hmm. can still happen. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's just a it's such a weird, uh, un unfocused episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it's another one that just completely ignores the Simpsons financial situation. Yeah, that's right. Where it's yes, a big part definitely. of Homer's triple bypass, right? That's true. Yeah. That's so, the whole reason Dr. Nick is doing it instead of Hibbert. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they re- man, I I wonder if there's a like a point in the series that we could we could find where they really just ignore financial stuff anymore, you know? Cuz yeah. it was such a huge part of their their dynamic for the the first while. That was the point of like the first episode, right? Is like, how do we do Christmas when I don't have money? Yeah, we're a middle class family. Yeah, yeah. I guess like, because <laughs> because now, it, it this is this is like this this is twenty years later now. Yeah. But like, if you look at it now, the Simpsons do have a life that is nearly an impossibility mm-hmm. for the average American to achieve at this point. Yeah. Especially like they're, they're well, is it Homer's enemy then? Is that the kind of, it's the, the probably, it's probably yeah. Homer's enemy. Like Lobsters it is with a, dinner. with a lot of, with a lot of things when they, when they finally lampshade it yeah. in Homer's enemy, it becomes a null and void point, which is why I think a lot of people who have emailed us and who we've seen online have said that they do not like Homer's enemy. Yeah. Um, I still fundamentally disagree because I think it's a, uh, I think it's a great turning point mm-hmm. in in the show. 
and it's a necessary one. Yeah. If you were going to end the show. <laughs> the only problem yeah, with the only problem with Homer's enemy is that it that is that the show keeps going. It's true. Yeah. That's the only issue with it. Yeah, I and I feel like in season nine, because that's that's end of season eight is Homer's enemy. Um, in season nine, there's still still I think the the seed or the nugget of financial troubles, but it's never to never like brought up. It's never like a plot point. Yeah, but even in, there's not like you know moments where they're like, well, we're just gonna go to this country now. Yeah, we can afford it. You know, it's the, like they don't aren't quite in that zone yet. Yeah, but season ten is when I think that's starting to shift, right? Because like yeah, even in like um, home, the city of New York versus Homer Simpson, it's like, how are we going to get there? I'll pay for it. Look yeah. at this, it's eleven dollars. Yeah, uh, nine bucks. Sorry, yeah, nine eleven. Um, hey oh, <laughs> Simpsons predicted it. Yeah, Simpsons oh, did it. Simpsons did it first. <laughs> um, Simpsons did line Simpsons first. did it first. World tragedy edition. Oh. <laughs> Remember when Lisa says President Trump? Hilarious. Uh, and then oh. he became president, you guys. How do they know? They Aren't they it. Illuminati or something? They did it. You know how many shit they didn't predict? Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. things. Most things. It's called confirmation bias. Anyway. Didn't predict GameStop. No. <laughs> Few did. That's going to be so irrelevant soon. It's <laughs> just going to be like, what are you talking about? Man, January 2021. Yeah, was a wild ride. It was a wild ride. <laughs> Insurrection at the Capitol. True season finale. You GameStop. Could, listen, you could just end it there. It's true. In the first week of January yeah. 2021, there was a there was an insurrection <laughs> at, in the United States Capitol. Jesus Christ. Building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could just yeah, full yeah, stop. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> also, there was still a pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> uh, fun fact about this episode. Yeah. No guest star. Hey, there you go. And I think last episode there wasn't either. Lisa gets an A. Mm-hmm. But I think, I don't know for sure, might be the only two of the season. Really? I don't know that for sure yet because I don't remember these episodes that well. But I think most of this season has at least one guest star. Um, so if you count Troy McClure and Bart the Mother. Sure. Which I do. Um uh, every other episode will have a some someone in the guest house. Mm. We'll find out if that's true as we go. There might be at least one or two others that right that don't. But yeah, because next one is one of the biggest uh, gets. It's the, it's Star Wars. Star uh, Wars is guest starring. Yeah, Star Wars is guest starring next time. <laughs> and oh, uh, wow. boy, I have a lot to say about that. Oh boy, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Luke, uh, be a Jedi tonight. Mostly, what a fucking waste. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll uh, get into it now. So, should we? Do we have anything else we want to say about this particular episode before we get into the uh, more formal moments of discussion? No. Okay, <laughs> Reich. No, I'm good. All right, let's move. Homer on. should be dead. That's yes. the only one. Yes, other thing I he want should to obviously be dead. I don't. I, I've said this before. I don't like when the the show veers into cartoon too much. Yeah, where a literal car falling on a human. Okay. It's just like, oh, he's in traction and he's still conscious. Okay, I'll say one <laughs> more thing. I'll say okay. one more thing. Okay. That was before this watch. Uh-huh. That was my favorite joke. Interesting. In the episode yeah. because I I find it I and I still find it funny that that the that the car stops. Yeah. And then a car and then falls the, off. And then and a car yeah. like 
It's a good like. It, it's a funny it's visual a good joke gag. in a vacuum. Yeah, it's a funny visual gag, but yeah. you're absolutely right. It doesn't work because it's The Simpsons, and that's not what The Simpsons should be doing. Yes, uh, the show has been so uh, not that for yeah. so long. So it's, that's what it, that's what I've always loved yeah. about it. And it's yeah, it's it just doesn't work. So I want to say that I want to mention it because it used to be my favorite joke of yeah. this episode. Yeah, I mean, as a medical professional, Ryan. You agree, right? A car falling on a human should kill them. I agree that a car falling on a human should be grounds for taking his kidney. <laughs> Just kidding. Perfect. I do not endorse that. But as soon as that happened, I was like, they're going to fucking take his kidney. Yeah. I just know. Can you imagine if they Homer, killed Homer in this episode? They almost like, What a weird thing if that had happened, you know? Yeah, what a weird thing. Anyway. Let's head over to the reference desk. Let's go. Were you doing it in your head? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> references. So the title of the episode is allegedly, um, it seems like a reach, but I mean it makes sense, uh, a reference to the animated short that played before Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, I think. I can't remember which one. Uh, no, I think it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, because it was after Roger Rabbit. Uh, it's called Roger Rabbit in Tummy Trouble. <laughs> Mm. Um, right, because Roger Rabbit came out in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out 89, 90, I want to say. So yeah, it was probably it was probably that first one. Anyway, um, Night of the Living Dead is a kind of reference with Grandpa shambling towards the car and the car oh, not yeah. starting. Yeah. Uh, you got Westworld is kind of a overall homage happening in the in the uh, Wild West town with the robots. Not the first time they've done that. No. Um, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, also kind of reference with the animatronics in general, but also specifically the like uh, person chasing the woman yeah. on the kind of turntable. That's a very like iconic um, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, thing that got changed. Yeah, a rapist chasing a prostitute. Yep. <laughs> and they changed it to a woman chasing a philandering husband, because that's more PC. Uh, better. Good for you, Disney. PC culture's gone wrong. <laughs> Um, whitewash that pirate <laughs> stuff. That's right. Inside the actor's studio, uh, and F. Murray Abraham both mentioned. Um, so the apes a poppin'? Yeah. Apparently, I forgot to look this up, so I'm going to do it as I'm saying it. But apparently, it's a reference to a thing called Hell's a poppin'. Hell's a poppin'. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that? I've yeah. You just know of it? Yeah. You've never seen it? No. Uh, it's a musical comedy based on the Broadway hit of the same name. Cool. That's all I need to. That's all I care about. Uh, Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig's disease. Did you get this? That's joke? what I thought of. Yeah. That's what I thought of. Yeah. I'm the luckiest man in the world now that Lou Gehrig is dead. Yeah. Because like he famously said that I'm the luckiest man on the planet face of the earth. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Also in the movie Pride of the Yankees. Uh, Muppet Babies with sumo babies. <laughs> oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch Muppet Babies? No. No, but okay. I know what it is. It's uh, it's the Muppets, but they're babies. Yeah, exactly. they live in a house with somebody, <laughs> with some Nanny. woman or Nana, I think. It yeah, is. yeah. Um, What's she doing with those Muppets? Why uh, does she have all those Muppets? Well, you know, and it really, really makes you think about how I guess the Muppets are not puppets; they're sentient creatures that were babies at one point, and all friends. Well, is Muppet is Muppet Babies animated? Yes. Well, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it is happen? based on like the created the show Muppet Babies based on the segment from uh, I believe Muppets Take Manhattan, um, 
there's a segment in that movie where they're like, oh, remember when we were babies? And they do a little flashback and they sing a song and they're all babies. So uh, it takes place in the world of the Muppets Take Manhattan because the Muppets always take place in like different universes. Like not always, not always, but usually they're but they're usually. they're entertainers like a traveling. Yeah. Like the Muppet Show is kind of the the basis for most Muppet movies. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not until um, Christmas Carol really that they start doing that, and it's it's Christmas Carol and Treasure Island are the only times they've really done it. Because then the next one is Muppets from Space, which is I believe still takes place in the canon of like the Muppet Show, and See, they're, they're all traveling entertainers, like, and they're like, who the hell's Gonzo? It's like, oh, he's an alien. I thought like Muppets take Manhattan and Great Muppet Caper, like they have to meet each other again or some shit they have to get the gang back together they get the gang back so okay. one of them uh, and it's been a while since i've seen these movies so apologies uh especially to uh past and future guest mike westfall because uh, he's a huge muppet head and he'll probably correct me um but uh my understanding is one of them is like the origin story of how they became a, tr- a troop okay. i think that's the muppet movie like i think that's what that one is okay and i think great muppet caper is getting the band back together uh, to do a caper, <laughs> right? Sure. A great, a great Muppet a great caper, Muppet if you will. Caper, yeah, yeah. Um, but Muppets Take Manhattan is like, let's bring our show to New York. You know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the reboot also does kind of the same. Yes. Get the band back together kind of thing. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, it's good. The Muppets. The The Muppets, 2011. Yeah. Starring Jason Segel and Walter and Muppets. Anyway, Muppet Babies is great. <laughs> um, uh, I had so many little McDonald's Muppet Babies toys. <laughs> Those things have such a nostalgia. Like I see them, uh, you know, randomly in internet shit, and I'm like, oh, those little things. They, they had little train. They were all little train, and you could like link them together Ooh. to make like one big train. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love toys like that. Yeah, not those ones though. <laughs> not those yeah. ones. I hate them. <laughs> no. um, Davy Jones's locker is referenced with Davy Jones's hamper. Oh okay, yeah. Really, they could have just called it Davy Jones' Locker. Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they changed it. It's already right there. You know be a better one? Davy Jones' Foot Locker. hey oh, That's funny. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, writers. Davy Jones' Secret Sex Lair. <laughs> it's a brothel. It's a brothel. See, those are funnier jokes to have in the Westworld town. <laughs> uh, Moby Dick is referenced with uh, Call Me Delish Mail. Very funny. <laughs> Lots of sign gags in this. Yeah. Not a lot of yeah. them are Not, are winners. Don't, yeah, they don't land. Uh, <laughs> uh, the song You Are So Beautiful, which was originally by Billy Preston, but most famously done by Joe Cocker, is sung by Krusty briefly. <laughs> I do like that. Uh, Peter Lorre. Yeah. One of the Lost Souls is clearly based on Peter Lorre. Yeah. Who uh, you may know as the... Uh, the character the genie turns into in Aladdin when he says he can't bring people back from the dead. It's not a pretty picture. I don't like doing it. That's who. I, that's the, my first, obviously, interaction yeah, me too. with who, a Peter Lorre type. Yeah, I mean, that was my first uh, interaction with a Jack Nicholson type. <laughs> it's like all a Rodney Dangerfield type. Genie did, yeah. A Bugsby Berkeley musical. <laughs> Groucho Marx. Yep, Groucho Marx. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch the Terminator yet. <laughs> uh, the Bride on the, the Ship of Lost Souls is uh, based on Miss Havisham from Great Expectations. Oh, God. I, oh, I haven't wow. read or seen that, so. Uh, Larry Hagman. Yeah, is referenced. You know who that is? I don't. I was gonna ask. He's the. Yeah, that's kind of like a big joke. It's just like a. Just, 
a few seconds dedicated solely to that joke, and I was like, who the hell is this? Well, he's most known as playing J.R. Ewing from Dallas. Okay. So it's uh, that actor, and I guess he had several kidney-like transplants or something who <laughs> shot him something something about his kidneys and that's why they made the joke we don't know relate to them because they're all boomers uh north by northwest is referenced with the 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 car stopping just the way it's shot is basically the same way it's True. shot in the movie north by northwest uh and then both doc martens and dr bombay from bewitched are paged on the intercom at the hospital okay doc martens of course a shoe yep in case you didn't know i missed most of those you know that's why I'm here. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. <laughs> well done. I have to catch them all or people yell at us. Well done. That was great. That's not true. People usually don't care about the references unless we say they don't exist, like Coleco's. Yeah, yeah. Um, Coleco exists. Yeah. No Coleco. You've heard or, it here first. No more Coleco original. No one else knew. We solved it on our own. Yep. No one wrote in. <laughs> It was just funny because we had like we had an email, yep. we had a, a a Twitter reply, yep. we had a Facebook comment. So it was like diff- all the different social media platforms were used yeah. to correct us on this one small little thing. Yeah, it was the, it was great. <laughs> it was. Yeah, we appreciate it. Don't get us wrong. We Take out a, we get, want to be corrected. Coming out of the woodwork, I liked it. We're rarely wrong. That's why people don't. Oh God. Us <laughs> <laughs> um. So favorite joke time. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go first. Please do. Um, <laughs> if I die, burn down the hospital. Yeah, that's mine too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that. Well, Marge's response. I said I'd do it, <laughs> so I guess I have to. Uh, blow up the hospital. Blow up the, the hospital. I just want to be clear Thank you. because that Thank is you. a very different yeah. way of uh... blow up the hospital, <laughs> like the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marge is the Joker confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> it was. That was so funny. That was yeah. Wouldn't That's that be he, wild if that was Joker's backstory in The Dark Knight? That he was I Marge? I used to be Marge Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know how I got these scars? I was Marge Simpson. <laughs> Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> That's a pretty good Marge. Probably, I was just going to say, I don't know. I, I had no idea how that was going to come out. I love Marge impressions are one of my favorite thing because true. I don't think I've ever met anyone who can do, like, do one perfectly yeah. you know like yeah. it's such a unique voice it always sounds like a goof yeah whenever someone great. does it. i love it so much <laughs> <laughs> but that was pretty good right she was pretty good yeah that was good Thank you. um yeah that's my favorite joke too i'll, I'll do a, a small callback sure. slash honorable mention to jasper in the window I, th- yeah. I thought that was pretty funny it made me laugh um because it was very unexpected <laughs> and then lisa's like ah and he goes ah <laughs> he runs away <laughs> it's funny still spry <laughs> but again march march is killing it this season yes she's so underused but anytime she speaks up i'm like that's funny yeah <laughs> they solved march hip hip <laughs> hip hip yeah hip hip i'm trying uh, to drive <laughs> <laughs> oh boy what about you rush do you have any do you have a favorite um, joke i think i think the um when they drive into their retirement home that whole thing of how they get cramped <laughs> in the car when they break down they're like shit shit no <laughs> car won't start <laughs> that was funny Honorable mention for like a quick little gag to the um I don't know what you call those like rail carts with like the things you pump. I think uh, it's a hand cart. Yeah, it's a hand cart. But yeah. but when he when he uh parallel parks, <laughs> parallel it. parks it, yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty fun. But yeah, I think I think the retirement home joke is my favorite. All right. Cool. Well, you know what? Final thought for me. This isn't a good episode. No. It has a few good gags, but overall it just doesn't hold together as a story at all and it seems like quite a waste for me it's 
not a uh, good episode, <laughs> agreed, but it's also like a fascinating episode. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so, uh, again, like it's weird that we've had Ryan on for two of these very similar uh, episodes say. that are um, just so weird to me. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm so just like baffled by some of the choices and not necessarily in a like negative way, even though I don't think they're good. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this was a bad choice or this was like... Um, you know, uh, character assassination or anything like that, or jerk ass Homer. There's a little bit of that in this one, of course, because he's really mean to grandpa. Um, but as you said, it's more, more acceptable in this case. Um, and it's not boring either. Like it's not one that I'm like a, a snoozer. Yeah. So like, it's very fascinating. It's very weird. Um, uh, five out of 10. <laughs> I think it's better than when you dish upon a star. Oh, hundred percent. That one's a fucking zero yeah, out of 10. <laughs> which currently is the low watermark for this season. Yeah, that one's hot garbage. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not talking the hot garbage that flies in Homer's face at the end of New York. <laughs> it's worse than that. <laughs> well, I think that about does it then. Sure does. Thank you to Ryan for joining us once again. Thanks for having me once again. And I really hope you enjoy the speakeasy that I will open up for vaccinated people. I won't be allowed there, but I'm going to open it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, be fun. I'll enjoy going either by myself or with my coworkers who I see every day. Great. And that's about it. <laughs> that sounds fun. And as said before, the password is Pfizer. That's right. Um, yes. Thank you to all of our listeners. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this weird dive. Uh, tune in next week for Mayor to the Mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Mr. Luke Hamill <laughs> will be joining. <laughs> this might as well be his name, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, you can find us on the socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod um, or Two Bad Neighbors. Uh, you can email us at thehammockdistrictonthird at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, two bucks a month gets you all our bonus episodes, including uh, our attack of the clones commentary dropped recently and the next Ooh. bonus episodes coming soon uh probably a zombie zombie years uh review so we'll talk about two requested episodes probably um we'll see how that goes we've for those that have listened on the patreon we found some good episodes in the zombie years and yep. it's weird but it's nice it is um so we hope to continue that but also you know every so often we have to do a lisa goes gaga <laughs> and talk about what the hell's going on um but that's pretty much it for us. Uh, thank you again, everybody. We'll see you next time, and keep watching the skis. Bye-bye.